You are listening to the Financial Roadmap Podcast, produced by Martini at Povey Partners. We invite you to learn about the vast world of accounting and income tax services, helping you steer towards your financial future. My name is Linda Howard. Welcome to the Financial Roadmap Podcast. Whether you are an individual, a business owner or a financial professional, we know that the need for quality financial services and strategies has never been more important. That's why we have spent years building the expertise, experienced staff and systems found in much larger accounting firms. We also know that accounting is more than running numbers and producing tax returns. It is about providing personal counsel. That only happens when you are small enough to work closely with each client to understand their lives, businesses, needs and goals. With that understanding and our unique team approach to problem solving, being big enough and small enough has allowed us to become one of the leading CPA and business consulting firms in Southern California. For further consultation, send an email to info at martinicpas.com. Also, are you interested in building a career in the MAP squad? Email your cover letter and resume to careers at martinicpas.com. So welcome to the Financial Roadmap podcast. My name is Linda Howard, and today I'm talking to Chris Spates, an associate in our audit and assurance team, about the challenges of studying for the CPA exams while working full-time. So welcome, Chris. It's good to be here, Linda. Thank you for having me. First of all, congratulations on passing all of the exams. Yeah, it's, uh, it's crazy because it started uh, two years ago in 2018. I remember summer of 2018, so... And all the hard work paid off. Can you tell us a little bit about your background when you joined the firm, when you graduated? Yeah, so I graduated from California State University, Northridge, or as many people here in the Valley know it as CSUN. I graduated in May 2018. And <laughs> the next month in June 2018, I started working at MAP, Martina Kobe Partners. So it was a quick transition from graduation, from school, to starting first day on the job. But previous to that, I also interned at MAP for two terms, uh, summer 2017 and then winter 2018. And during those internships, I was exposed to both the tax and audit side. And you decided you preferred audit over tax? Mm -hmm. Correct. Yeah, and and the reason for that is, I just found that audit was just a, a great opportunity for me to heighten my understanding of financial statements and also accounting principles. And on top of that, it's also provided like a, a great opportunity to interact with a lot of different personnel of, of our clients, down from the staff level to control all the way to the CEO, CFOs. So it's been a, it was a great opportunity to interact with those individuals. I'm not going to lie, at the beginning, though, it was definitely a little nerve-wracking uh, interacting with those type of uh, executives. Just didn't, just didn't know what to expect. You know, in college, I mean, you're not, you're not speaking with any executives, right? You're just studying. So, but found out a lot of them 
uh, all of them I've interacted with are, are great. And you didn't have much time off then after graduating before starting work. No, yeah, everything, everything you know, everything's been a, a, a seamless and quick transition from school to work. When did you start studying for the CPA exam? I started studying for the CPA exam before I even started work <laughs> in, in June. So I, 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 was, I started between, I think I want to say May or yeah, May, June. So I was studying even before I started working. And can you tell our listeners why it is important to mm-hmm. have a CPA license? Yeah. So I'll, I'll give two sides. One side, you know, in terms of the industry, the professional perspective. And the other side, I'll give on my, my personal perspective. Uh, starting with the professional side, I think the most obvious is that it definitely opens a lot of opportunities, opens a lot of doors in, for a lot, in a lot of industries. A lot of industries are looking for, always looking for CPAs. The second is it, it shows, it tells people that you're very serious about personal growth, which is a very key attribute to, uh, to any profession. I think those two reasons is why it's very important on the professional side. Now, for me personally, the CPA, it was very important, not so much so people can notice me more. I mean, obviously that's important. But for me, it was an opportunity to challenge myself personally, to see, okay, what am I really made out of? Because these are four exams, really, really dense topics. A lot of these topics, yeah, you cover in class, but some, but some of them, a lot of them were not covered. So how was I going to respond to the challenges along that journey uh, to, to becoming a CPA? So for me on a personal, that, that was very important because I really get to found, found out a lot about myself and how, how serious I was in, in, on this journey. I'm sure there are a lot of people who start it and don't finish all four exams. Yeah, even before you start, you know, they always say, oh, you should always know why you're, you want to become a CPA, which is true. But for me, I, I didn't really think of it like that. I just said, you know what, let's just go ahead, head first in. Let's, let's do what needs to be done. And I, and you just have to understand that before you even begin studying for the CPA exam, it's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of tribulations, a lot of uh, adversity in terms of you're going to make a ton of mistakes when you're practicing problems. Uh, there's going to be a lot of things that just become frustrating. And, and I think that's maybe why a lot of people may not continue with it because they may not understand the full breadth of the complexity and all the challenges. How is the CPA exam different to what you studied in college? Well, my route was different in college. You know, I took the accounting information system route. So I wasn't a full-fledged accounting major. So there, was, there are certain courses, if you're a full-fledged accounting major, that you take that will help you for the CPA. For example, it's advanced tax and advanced accounting. But the route I took was different with information systems. Yeah, so there are certain areas I didn't study for, or I had to study for the first time with the CPA exam. But, you know, in terms of like the content, um, what's the difference? Differences, I would say, lie in how the questions are structured, you know, when you're practicing problems. Or in terms of the randomization. In school, you know, you stick on a chapter. In that chapter, you know what, what to expect. On the CPA, though, however, it's a lot of randomization. You don't know what you're going to be asked, like on the exam. I mean, you can study it when you're doing your review course. You can set the, the questions how you want it. But I think the most effective way would be to randomize the questions. The content in the books are definitely more condensed in terms of they're not going to explain in great detail certain topics because it's probably expected that you covered it or had some sort of exposure to it maybe 
a lot of it's like to the point. And then there, there are definitely certain topics that you don't really cover in, in school. For example, tax. You do cover some tax in school. But on the actual exams, there's also other topics that I don't believe are covered in college courses. So there are very specific topics on the exam that aren't covered. And we know that there are four big exams involved. Uh, Can you tell us a little bit more about those exams and how long you had to study for? In California, I like to say there's actually five exams. The four that we know that's very well known across the nation, not just in California, but across the nation is what's called BEC. What's contained in BEC is just a lot of different business topics. So it's not really just accounting. There's accounting such as cost accounting, but there's also other business topics such as economics, such as finance, uh, such as information technology. So there's various business topics within BEC portion. So that's one. The other one is the audit section. The audit section, what was included is various audit topics that include um, financial statements, uh, preparing an audit report, the various audit auditing procedures that an auditor would perform when undertaking uh, an audit. Uh, also, there's other different types of engagements that are also covered. For the, uh, the next one is FAR. Now, FAR, this, this is accounting. This is a lot, a lot of accounting, and, and I think this one is where a good chunk of the topics are covered in at universities. So this one is really a test of your accounting knowledge and principles. We can go on all day with the topics that are in this one because it's the largest of the, of the four. It has the most content of the four exams. And the last one is called regulation. Regulation consists of a lot of tax principles and also business law. A lot of reading for the business law portion. Um, but then like the last exam that I liked, again, for the state of California, I think every state is different, is the ethics exam. You can take the ethics exam even while you're taking the other four parts. But this one you need to pass as well in order to become a CPA. And there are other requirements as well as passing the mm-hmm. exam, right? You have to just take um, partake in the accounting program at your university, your colleges, because um, there a lot of them are preparing their students to become CPAs. So just go through the, the college uh, programs at your universities. That you, you should be able to obtain the necessary credits or to be eligible to take the CPA exam. There's also a work requirement. Just through the normal course of working full-time at any accounting firm, you'll be able to achieve uh, the required hours. And also one that I think there was a recent change a few years ago. I think a lot of college courses have implemented this. You also have to take an an ethics course because I don't think this was required a few years ago. So this is kind of recent. And can you tell our listeners about how you went about studying for the exams? Because, you know, it's it's a challenge, you know, working Mm -hmm. full time at least 40 hours a week and studying as well. So as I mentioned earlier, one of the first things is I understood from the beginning, from the get-go, what's to be expected in terms of the long hours that are needed to study for each part, understanding that there's going to be a lot of frustration and a lot of mistakes that you're going to make along the way. A lot of changes probably to how you study. But I know I just had to be very patient with myself. Another principle that I really applied was I call it the less is more approach. You just have to limit your focus and limit the number of distractions that you have around you. We live in a world full of distractions. I mean, there's just so many outlets, so many venues that can take our attention away. Uh, so it's, it's very important to limit those distractions and limit your focus to just this exam and maybe a couple other things that you have interest but just know that there's some things you're probably gonna have to cut out just for the the period of study there are a lot of stories out there if you go on youtube you read on articles online how individuals studied eight hours a day and 
but they pass all four parts in a short amount of time. But and they they put in all these large study hours at one time. But for me personally, I, I didn't like that approach. I feel as though the mind is not fresh when you study for such long hours. So I always made sure I studied in bursts, probably about no more than two, three hours at a time. And this is something that I had to discover along the way. I didn't start like that on my first CPA exam. As I got towards the last, the, the last exam, I just understood that it's more important study in bursts, no more than two, three hours a day, and just be consistent with it. Try to do it every day, every other day. Oh, yes. Yeah. Study at the weekends as well? Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I study on the weekends. But I think another important thing is rest. There's going to be a lot of those days where your mind is just not clicking. It's just not. You're forcing yourself to study. I think we've all been there. Just don't be afraid to take uh, the day off and come back the next day with a fresh mindset. It really helps. I've definitely done a lot of those days where I try to force myself to understand this or force myself to study just to find that I'm wasting a bunch of time because none of the material I, I ever retained. Yeah, so don't be afraid to, to take time off. And another big thing, don't focus too much on the goal of passing the CPA exam. You know, the goal, the goal I want to pass all four parts, become a CPA. Don't focus on that because then the motivation is very, is, is temporary. It's going to go up right in the beginning. We've all been there. The motivation to do this or that. But then a day or two, it's gone. Uh, so I focus more on a system approach. Just doing small things, just consistent throughout the weeks and gaining those small victories, which is very, very important because it'll keep you going longer. Is there anything you would have done differently if you were starting this process all mm -hmm. over again? Absolutely. Number one, one thing I learned on the exam, my first exam, I don't know why I didn't do this, is please bring some snacks or food. Because they, they do allow you to bring some snacks. There, there, there are lockers at the testing centers which you can store your uh, personal items. But man, my first CPA exam, I didn't bring any food or anything. And I was hour three, hour four in the exam, and I, I was taking the, the, the tax portion. Um, I was doing one question talking about S-Corps. I still remember to this day, S-Corporations. Oh, my stomach was growling. I couldn't, oh, I think people can hear my stomach growling around the testing. It was that loud. So I don't know how I made it through that. Yeah, definitely bring us some small snacks with you because you, you, you are given a 15-minute break. Yeah, so the other thing I definitely would do differently would be study very specific. And what I mean by that is kind of taking a backward approach to things. So normally, again, what I did, well, I just started on chapter one and kind of just worked my way or section one or section two and just work my way down the list. And I found as though that can get very monotonous and boring very fast because there's just so many topics. And on top of that, the CPA exam is very random. What I mean by that is you have to study this tome of a book which only tests on probably about 10%. There's only so many questions they can ask. Everything is random. So what I mean by backwards approach is start from how you're going to test it, which is random. And in all these CPA review courses, there's a, like a practice test where you can randomize all the questions for all the topics and just take it. You're probably going to struggle in the beginning because maybe some of the topics just aren't familiar with, you don't know. But there you can identify specifically the topics that you don't know or that you struggle in or that you forgot. Now when you're studying, you're studying very specific areas and that gives you more motivation. Oh, well, now I get it. You feel good about yourself. Now you're, you're winning those small battles I mentioned earlier about the process. So yeah, I would definitely would have done that different from the beginning. And are these practice tests easy to get hold of? Every CPA review course has a practice test. And these practice tests can pick the topics or the, the sections that you want and randomize them. Did Martini at Povey Partners provide any support? Oh, absolutely. I was very fortunate. They were very uh, gracious to have 
cover the cost of the application needs and the CPA review course and the CPA exams and stuff. So I'm very gracious for that because, you know, the company saved me thousands of dollars in covering those costs. But also, too, from, from a work level, they're also very accommodating my schedule because they've all been to the CPA process. So they understand the time and the effort that it takes to pass all, all, all parts of the CPA exam. So they're very accommodating my schedule. I'll just let them know, hey, kind of exam, they, they definitely wouldn't mind if I took an extra day or two off. They always give me the day off on the, the actual CPA exam date. So very supportive. And I understand you were awarded $1,000 in a bonus yes. after passing all four exams yes. as well. So that's another way uh, Martina Coy Partners uh, supported me, by giving me a check. So that's always nice. Nice bonus check. And very well deserved too. Yes, I'm very, very, very gracious uh, for Martina Coy Partners for supporting me throughout my journey. Just to finish off, what advice would you give to accountants who are about to start their journey to become a certified public accountant? Is there one major tip you would provide? For me, it all starts on the mental level, your mentality. There's so many resources out there that it can kind of be overwhelming on where to begin. The number one thing that you have to understand if you're a student, there's going to be a lot of, a lot of struggles. There's going to be a lot of even somewhat uh, suffering in terms of having to learn so much, so many topics in what seems like so little time. So my big tip is you just have to be patient with yourself. You have to be consistent and just persevere because just for persevering, I'm not the smartest uh, person out there. I didn't have the highest GPA. I, I just have consistency and that's what really helped me. And I understood from the beginning the struggles, the frustration that are included in, in the CPA journey. So from a mental standpoint, just be prepared that it's going to be a lot of time, it's going to be a lot of frustration, a lot of mistakes you're going to make, but you have to be patient with yourself. That's very helpful advice. Thank you. And thank you very much for being on our podcast today. Uh, absolutely. Hi, Roadmappers. Did you enjoy today's episode? Be sure to follow the podcast and download our content in the app you listen to podcasts. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow our socials listed in the show notes. Search for Martini at Povey Partners. Thank you for listening.